Hello, everyone, and welcome to Just a Physician, the podcast where we explore mental health, vulnerability, and personal life journeys. So if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and listen to new episodes out every Thursday, wherever you listen to your podcasts. We have a very special guest and actually a returning guest because you have been on my YouTube channel once before. A long time ago. Yeah, a A while ago. ago. Ladies and gentlemen, girls, gays, and theys, please welcome (laughs) Tad Fujikawa. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Of course. Thanks so much for coming on. Um, I am really excited to have you on because, well, first of all, let me give a little bit of background story. We are currently in New York City in my <laughs> tiny ass hotel room <laughs> filming with the most ratchet podcast setup you have ever seen. I mean, I'm telling you, we have the microphone propped between two suitcases. No one needed to know that. Oh, well. Yeah, you know, but the, the people want to know. The people want answers. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It was a little bit of a setup, but we're here. We're doing it. We're both in New York City together, and I thought it would just be, like, a perfect time to, um, you know, to just, like, chat. And I'm really excited about what this episode is going to be about, because we're going to be responding and answering your guys' questions. But first, I want you to give, like, a little introduction of yourself. Like, who the fuck are you? Um, I'm Hiram's friend. <laughs> <laughs> no. we um, are though yeah yeah, yeah we are we are very good friends um no i'm uh i'm tad fujikawa i am uh i'm from hawaii um i am a well used to be a professional golfer um i had a lot of success um when i was younger uh playing professional golf and um i was the first um male professional golfer to come out as gay so um that was uh that was a a pretty cool thing um and i've been able to you know obviously help other people through that and and sort of use that platform um you know to to make a difference in others lives and um i feel very uh grateful you know for that opportunity yeah it's so cool like um your experience coming out because we've we've been friends a long time and we were friends before you actually came out and Mm -hmm. I remember you know connecting and talking about that together um and you kind of grappling with like what the consequences Mm -hmm. of that decision would be and your you know kind of anxieties and fears around that and being able to see you know you come out Mm -hmm. um so publicly um which is like a super scary move in a very traditional sport and environment Mm -hmm. um you know sports overall let alone golf specifically like and to see that there was such a positive response and feedback to it i remember like when you came out looking at like the announcement Instagram posts and like seeing the comments and just seeing how many people were so supportive and happy for you. It just, mm-hmm. it was such a beautiful um, thing to witness. And yeah, y'all like Tad and I have been friends for so long. It's been <laughs> such, such a fun journey. I mean, how long? Five years, six years, um, five. I've lost track. Quite think, a long time. Yeah, it's no, some, I think longer like than that. five. Really? Yeah. Man, I'm really, I'm always bad at yeah. days. <laughs> I think it's longer than five. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm not 100% sure of that. We've been friends for a while, basically. We're bad friends. We can't even remember when we I met. I know. So. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's mutual. Yeah. <laughs> close friends we are, I guess. I know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we've we've been able to see each other go through like a lot of shit. And that was yeah. like the one experience, I think, 
Well, there's, of course, many different, you know, life journeys that I've been able to see you go through. But that Mm -hmm. specific one is one of the main reasons I wanted to have you on the podcast, uh, because what we did, um, I asked you guys some questions on my Instagram, um, just asking you guys if you had any questions around coming out, um, you know, how to support people who are gay or part of the LGBT plus community, just any questions you guys have in relation to that. I think it's a really important topic to talk about always, but especially right now where I think there is a lot of discourse around support for the LGBT plus community. I mean, there's a lot of like, you've seen like the legislation um, in certain states and the oppression that's, you know, kind of playing out right now. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like, um, you know, we took some steps forward, but now we're also taking a few steps back. um, It's frustrating. I mean, you know, it's, uh, it's not anything good, obviously, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's just sad to see, uh, you know, some of the things that are happening right now, and um, it's frustrating on, on our end, I think. Yeah, it's, like, super frustrating. It's very disappointing, which is why I think it's, like, more important that we have these conversations and, like, talk mm-hmm. about issues related to the LGBT plus community and specifically answer your guys' questions around it because for anyone who may be a part of the community or maybe not yet, but they want to be, are afraid of coming out, um, don't know how they can best support people who need to come out, like, um, th- I think I think it's important that we talk about these things and share our own personal experiences and maybe even a little bit of advice to anyone out there who is listening. So we've already done this once before, so mm-hmm. this is going to be really enjoyable doing it again because I think this is an evergreen topic, you know, something that we always need to be discussing. But right. yeah, we're going to be responding to a bunch of your guys' questions. Um, I'm really excited about it. So thank you to everyone who um, submitted them on Instagram. And also, as we start this episode, y'all should go follow Tad as well. <laughs> What's your Instagram handle? Where can the people find you? <laughs> um, my Instagram is taddy808, T-A-D-D-Y-808. Go do it, people. Get on it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the first question is from Jamie, which I think I recognize your questions from previous podcast episodes. Thank you for asking them. (laughs) Um, It's, how did you first realize you were gay? Um, Do you want to go first? Um, I don't know how to answer that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I don't know. I mean, it it was, it took me kind of a long time to accept myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I've, looking back at it, I probably had shown signs or knew that I was um, not straight Mm -hmm. (laughs) for a long time. Mm -hmm. But for me to actually accept myself, it took me a while. And um, I mean, I don't know. How do do you know that you're gay? I mean, like for me, it was just like, if I put a female and a male next to each other, my eyes will go straight to the male first. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of like... Wow, that's so gay, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. (laughs) I am, so thank you. But yeah, I mean, whenever people ask that question, I understand where the question is coming from. But I think on our end, it is a little bit like confusing and disorienting to know exactly like how to respond. Because usually what I like to do is kind of like flip the question and be like, well, when did you first realize you were straight? Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily something that like you have a bright light shine down from the sky and doves fly up. Speak for yourself. Yeah. And just a rainbow (laughs) fly. Exactly. It's not this like super defining moment all at once. Yeah. It's just kind of something that as you kind of get to the age where you start start to show interest in, you know, 
anyone mm -hmm. uh which i think for a lot of yeah yeah that sort of thing yeah i think for a lot of people it's like middle school age maybe like high school age when they start to get their first crushes or you know stuff like yeah. that but it really depends on the individual person mm -hmm. um and and i think i don't know like i'd be curious to hear your experience be because i think there's realizing you're gay as in homosexual mm -hmm. versus realizing that you don't fit within the societal masculine expected traits if that makes sense which i don't know what your experience is so like for me mm -hmm. i didn't necessarily know i was attracted to men until my attraction you know hormones started <laughs> but like from a very young age i think it was pretty obvious to people close to me mm -hmm. that i was not like other boys i guess you could say like i liked feminine things i liked girly things i had a higher pitched voice i presented myself in a more feminine way which a lot of people would be like oh that kid is gay you know mm -hmm. if they saw that but truthfully not you know you, no not, one really knows at that not age but i don't know what your thoughts yeah, are yeah yeah i mean like i think um society has taught us that like you have this preconceived idea of what is gay and what mm -hmm. is not you know yeah. what i mean and um that's not always the case because i know mm -hmm. a lot of somewhat gay acting men that are mm. straight yeah you know and yeah. and it's not always cookie cutter like black and white um and you know now i guess it's become um a little bit even more difficult to identify what you are or what you aren't you know mm -hmm. and and um I don't know. It's 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 a really really difficult situation to sort of answer that in a mm -hmm. black and white sort of way. And it's um, everyone has their own journey, so yeah. uh, it, it's 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 just really tough um, yeah. to to have like a definitive answer on that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, honestly, I just think like if you are someone straight, you know, asking that question and watching this, I would just ask you kind of the same question: like, when did you realize you were straight? Yeah. You don't really know until you just kind of until it happens. Figure it out. Yeah. yeah, until, until it, it just happens. happens and you're like, oh, okay, I'm yeah. I'm that. So I know for me it was like I think really when I started realizing it was like I guess middle school age mm -hmm. when I started to develop like crushes and stuff. Um, but I personally didn't accept it until I was in high school, like my senior year of high school. Mm -hmm. That's when I was like, okay, this isn't going away. This mm -hmm. isn't a phase. Mm -hmm. Right, <laughs> you know? right, right. Yeah, this is like no, this exactly. is who I am, and I have to accept it. You know, mm -hmm. so. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of the same for me. I mean, looking back at it, I probably sh had signs of it when I was, I don't know, sixth or seventh grade, mm -hmm. but I didn't really, you know, accept it within myself until probably, shoot, almost 20 maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. quite a long while. Yeah. Um, and it's just a lot of just like fighting with who should I be, yeah. who I want to be what I really feel, and then also, like, what society tells me to be. Exactly. You know, so you have all these conflicting things, like, telling you these mixed messages, and mm -hmm. um, that's why it's so hard, like, and, and that's why everyone's journey is so different, and, um, you know, nowadays, I mean, I feel old, I say nowadays, but, um, <laughs> you know, like, w when I was in high school and trying to figure all that shit out, like, mm -hmm. No one was really as open as they are now. Yeah, so oh, it's changed a the, lot. Yeah, the education on that has changed drastically. So I think you're seeing more people come out um, as LGBTQ plus, but you also see them come out at a younger age mm -hmm. because there is that education and the openness that um, you know 
that it's okay to talk about it yeah. with, with people. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think, uh, I think we've come a long way in that sense and mm-hmm. I, it's great. You know, I, I wish, I wish I had that when I was, I know same. No, it just makes me happy for everyone who Seriously. is coming out now versus yeah. when we did because Absolutely. wow, it has it been it's revolutionary change that i think is so so good so mm-hmm. hopefully that answered your question in a very roundabout way yeah <laughs> stella asked when did you come out i guess i can go first yeah. for this one um i it kind of depends on coming out to who the first person i ever came out to was my friend grace in high school when i was a senior um and then in college is when i started coming out pretty much to like most of the people who are close to me in my life. Um, I think it was my second year of college that I came out to my family. And then a year after that is when I came out to the world, the you world. know, like, you know, posting about it and stuff like that. Um, I, I think I was 20, 22, 21, something like that when I like officially formally came out, but um, to people close in my life, like I knew. And for a while I thought like, oh, it's not even necessary that I need to like make this like public announcement coming out because the people in my life already know until I realized that, you know, like uh, the power of a single story is, is really significant and Mm -hmm. you don't know who out there may not feel accepted, may not feel like they are able to accept that part of themselves or come out to the people in their life. And they may look to you as kind of like an example of Mm -hmm. someone who can do it and be okay. So I know that's why I personally like, Mm-hmm. officially came out right. but how about for you yeah so to just sort of add on to that last comment um about like helping others to to come out and mm-hmm. you know i don't want to say be an inspiration but um showing them that it's okay mm-hmm. you know and and um like that's actually what you did for me so mm. um <laughs> honestly like the main reason why that i came out was because i saw Hiram come out Aww. and um obviously like he gave me the the, the support as well Um, So that helped. But, um, you know, actually seeing someone that I was close with um, go through that process and, um, you know, come out on the good side of it. Like (laughs) uh, that made me feel a little bit more confident in my decision as well. And then it also made me want to do it for other people Mm -hmm. because I saw the impact that it had on me. And, um, you know, I wanted to do the same for others. And so to answer the question, I think... I think I came out in 2018. I can't remember if it was September or October. Um, I believe it was September. And um, yeah, Yeah. it's been it's been a good journey. Mm -hmm. It's been a good journey. It's been I've been able to help a lot of people that Mm -hmm. I never really would have imagined Mm -hmm. um, that I would be able to do. So that you know that was sort of like a a a bonus. but it's been a it's been great. I mean, I've had so many amazing opportunities through that, and um, you know, obviously being able to change someone's life for the better, mm-hmm. um, you know, has been been really special as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like honestly, I think it's your experience with coming out is exactly why I think not everyone needs to come out, but if you are comfortable like um and feel okay doing that you really should because i have seen some conversations in the gay community of a lot of people who are like why do we need to come out it's not necessary like uh straight people don't come out about their sexuality why should gay people we should just normalize it um which i totally get and i think like down the road in the future 
uh, it will be so normalized that like that's what's expected. However, like there are so many people still to this day who are raised in extremely yeah. homophobic households in mm-hmm. extremely homophobic communities. And there's still so many religions out there preaching that being gay is a sin. Mm-hmm. So while those things continue to happen, I think it is so important that people need to come out and share their stories because whether it's in your own personal community or whether it's someone, you know, a a stranger online, you don't know how that story could really positively impact them and show them that, uh, you know, it's okay. It's It's fine. Because I think with the world overall, I know like, um, when I've heard like straight people talk about like the world and it's relative acceptance to being gay in the LGBT plus community. Um, I think a lot of people tend to look a little bit, too wide lens mm-hmm. at all of it um a, a lot of you know i've heard religious people who are like oh like why do pe- why are people worried about coming out or like everybody's gay now like it's mm-hmm. like no one thinks it's a big deal anymore but i think in home environments yeah. it's a very different story i think we still Absolutely. have a long time before like actual change is going to make which is why i think coming yeah. out is really important i don't know what do you think yeah i i absolutely agree i mean I contemplated that with myself and my journey as well, you know, like, do I really have to come out or Mm -hmm. can I just live the way I want to? And, you know, that's fine. And, and, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the reality is like, yeah, you can, you don't have to come out like that's Mm -hmm. perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. However, um, in my experience, like, you know, you see, you still see a lot of hate towards Mm -hmm. our community and, my from my viewpoint is as long as that continues to happen coming out can be beneficial for not only yourself but um for for other people as well and and i know for me when i came out even though i'd already i had already accepted like me being gay Mm -hmm. um when i came out it was liberating Mm -hmm. like i felt good yeah i felt good and um i felt stronger because Mm -hmm. i had I don't want to say admitted that, but actually like shared that and been 100% open with mm-hmm. everyone, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not just, okay, the select few that know. Yeah. And the other people are kind of teeter tottering on that is here, is he not, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, you know, for me, it, it felt like, um, sort of a boost in my maybe confidence a little bit yeah. in, in myself. Um, when I did come out, I think it takes a lot of pressure off, to be honest. I know that was the case for me because it was like, look, me before coming out versus me after coming out, same person. There's like not much is really going to change. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like the the pressure, the relief that you feel after coming out because you're Absolutely. like, I don't feel like I have to be worried about putting on a front, mm-hmm. pretending to be someone else, worried about like, if people are going to notice or find out if I right. am gay, you know, all these little things that you kind of constantly think about, you don't really have to worry about anymore, which is why I think like coming out, even though it seems like such a scary thing, it's actually the most like liberating, freeing and just mm. wonderful experience. And and that's coming from me and my personal experience of coming out, which was not great all around. It's got off to a very rocky, rocky start, but mm. I still don't regret it, you know, because yeah. it, you just feel so just like, oh my God, I can just be... Open. myself and yeah. be open and i yeah. don't have to stress exactly Authentic. yeah exactly so this person asked was coming out an isolating experience how did you find community i think it's a really good question um do you want to respond to it first um sure uh 
was it an isolating experience um no i think it was quite the opposite mm-hmm. for, for me my experience was very positive so mm-hmm. um you know i i do know a lot of people who have had sort of the the opposite response where mm-hmm. it was, it was very, their experience was very negative mm-hmm. um and you know truthfully that that breaks my heart i, I hate that yeah. Um, but for me personally, it was really good. And, um, you know, I had a lot of, a lot of people reach out to me, you know, and, and after I came out and it was all very positive, um, a lot of, you know, kind words. And obviously you get the handful of assholes that, yeah, you know, course. like, like you do everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, um, I was very pleased with with the way things went after I came out and, mm-hmm. um, you know, I felt, I felt good about it. Did you feel like it helped you find a community? Um, yeah, I mean, I still had to put in the effort to like put myself out there, mm-hmm. you know, you know yeah. what I mean? To, to make, make friends and that sort of thing. But yes, absolutely. I yeah. mean, I've made some great connections through coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I definitely wouldn't have made, those connections or those friendships otherwise so yeah yes absolutely um it, it helped a lot mm. oh good good yeah i mean th- that's the thing i think it it's easy to perceive it as kind of an isolating experience but i don't really think to be honest i feel like you're opening yourself up to an entire community of people who can relate to the mm-hmm. painful experiences that you've been through who absolutely. can relate to those suppressive experiences and emotions, emotions yeah. and uh who can provide support so mm-hmm. i think you know it might be isolating from the wrong type of people that you don't want in your life mm-hmm. but i think in every other sense of the word it's like it really does open you up to an entire group of people who can really help support you mm-hmm. um and make it a more positive experience yeah. even if it you know there are some elements of it that are negative because mm-hmm. i know for me personally like answering this question at the beginning when I first came out, yes, it was an extremely isolating experience because, you know, my parents essentially disowned me. I knew that people within my community would not be supportive whatsoever. Um, I was kind of stuck in a place where I wasn't able to be around or get support from other people outside of like my family and my community. So Mm -hmm. initially I was just like, I feel like I'm crazy (laughs) and I'm just Mm -hmm. the only person who really believes in myself and the only person who wants to be authentic because everyone else is telling me that I shouldn't Mm -hmm. be gay, that Mm -hmm. I shouldn't choose this lifestyle, you know, the type of rhetoric that they kind of um, spread around. So it was extremely isolating at first, but it led to people and a community that provided so much more love than I ever experienced you know, growing up or from my own individual community. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I think there's just a level of empathy and connection and love that you can give to someone when you have gone through similar, you know, really dark experiences when you've walked in their shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You, you understand. And the empathy that comes with that, um, sometimes (laughs) depending on the person, obviously, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I feel like when you can relate on that level with someone, it Mm -hmm. helps, to build the connection um, deeper and stronger. Yeah, yeah. And even if it's not like forward facing within like the community that you're able to be around, like even with like mm-hmm. other gay people I interact with, I'm not like, hi, this is my coming out story. I was disowned. What was yours? You know, <laughs> like <laughs> we don't like, there's not, there's kind of like an unspoken 
connection. Yeah. I think that I definitely yeah. feel with a lot of people within the community, which automatically made me feel so much more safe and accepted than mm-hmm. I ever had previously mm-hmm. before. So that's kind of the good thing is that like, even if you are in a really negative situation where you might be isolated or rejected by people who are really close in your life, mm-hmm. there's a whole group of people with their arms wide open, you know, ready yeah. to accept you. And they yeah. definitely did that for me. And I think now, cause that was like, no eight years ago I think that was like eight years ago Mm. the world has changed so much even just in eight years and I'd say exponentially culturally I think people have become socially people have become a lot more accepting of Mm -hmm. uh you know gay individuals and people are part of the LGBT plus community so I'd say even more so now you'll have a whole community of people ready to support you yeah if you are worried about that right yeah I, I totally agree yeah totally agree okay so this person asked what was the most difficult part of coming out you go first. Me? Uh, <laughs> yes. Why me first? Um, the most difficult part of coming out, I think, for me, it was just having the balls to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really. Um, at that point, I had already accepted myself, but having the balls to just like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the hardest part. And then also thinking about all of the things that could go wrong, mm-hmm. you know, like, how is my family going to going to react will they accept me will they reject me um and 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 also my friends you know Mm -hmm. like you could potentially lose everyone Mm -hmm. however um you know i i think along with that comes um a responsibility to take care of yourself Mm -hmm. right like um if it's weighing you down and if it's if it's at a point where you're not a you're not giving your best giving yourself your best life and also Mm -hmm. not giving yourself the opportunity to live your best life Mm -hmm. then you're gonna have to sort of weigh like is it worth it or is it not Mm -hmm. you know and and um i think number one your safety has to come first yeah make sure you're in a safe you're in a safe place um or or you have someone that you can trust and Mm -hmm. someone that can help you if things do go wrong um but for me, you know, I, I was at the point where I was like, I really don't give a shit anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. um, you know, if, if people reject me, they do. And they don't matter at yeah. that point, you know. Exactly. And, th- and that was sort of my mindset. But to get to that point, it was hard, mm-hmm. really hard. And I think that was the hardest part for me about mm-hmm. coming out. Yeah, the mental battles, man, like, I think in some ways are, like, just as hard as any potential negative responses that you could get because I mean, I feel like the biggest battle of coming out is really like coming to accept that within yourself Yourself. because um, I know for me, like no one was harsher uh, against, you know, me coming out as gay or me being gay than myself. I don't know if that really makes sense, but like, you know, growing up with kind of like the internal battle that you're experiencing, like, of course, when I was young, I was just like, absolutely not. I'm not going to be gay. Like, I cannot mm-hmm. be gay. This is horrible. This is the worst. I'm going to hell. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. all the worst things that you could say, I was already telling myself. So having to get over that mental battle to the point of acceptance mm-hmm. completely alone without support from anyone, um, I'd say, like, was probably the, I'd say, just as difficult as dealing with the experiences of mm-hmm my you know parents um but of course i think you know 
my situation, thankfully, isn't too common, and I think it's becoming less and less common. Less and less common, but little by little, still happens. Of course, yeah, yeah, all the time. Um, But I know for me, like I'd say those two were kind of like equally difficult in terms Mm -hmm. of like the worst part. But once I actually like came out to like the my friends and like the public and like everything um that i felt like that was easy you know like that was a lot easier compared to that internal struggle you experience Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. i don't know like for you was there a lot of that did when did you kind of like start to experience like that internal battle of like accepting yourself versus not accepting yourself for a long time yeah like for since i was like probably 13 14 until Mm. 20 21 where i kind of accepted like hey this is what i am Mm -hmm. um and even at that time it was still somewhat questionable but Mm -hmm. um you know it was it was it was hard i mean it was hard just not having the resources really yeah you know not having the resources and then also not knowing who to reach out to or if i could reach out to anybody you know yeah um so it was it was difficult but um you know like you helped me a lot having you know a friendship and someone who i can trust and um confide in in that sort of thing was was really um important for me to mm. not only um realize who i was and and you know what i wanted to to be but um you know also just knowing that i was safe mm-hmm. you know yeah um and i think having the support of regardless of who who it is having that support and someone you can confide in is really important. Yeah. When you're going through that. It's that super stuff. important because you don't have to go through it alone. And I hope that's what like a lot of people can learn. And, you know, hopefully the message that we can share too is like we kind of went through that experience completely alone without the support of anyone else. And it doesn't have to be that way. I know for me, like the first person I came out to, my friend Grace in high school, the reason I came out to, to her was because she had a bunch of gay friends um and she would literally like wear like pride um uh like little pins and things on her clothes and i was like okay i can tell that she's a safe person she will be okay like (laughs) she won't hate me if i come out you know which is why i think like um learning how to be a really good ally i think is is also super important and actually another question how can straight friends and family show support and love? Um, I think this is a really good question because, uh, you know, so much of the battle in terms of coming out is centered around what the response of the straight people in our lives mm-hmm. is going to be. Um, and I really think, you know, I, I think the answer is really simple, but not necessarily in an easy way, because I think if you can just show true empathy and love Mm -hmm. for someone to just let them know, like, even if you don't understand it, even if part of it confuses you and you don't necessarily fully agree with like certain aspects, wherever you are, if you can show them like, Hey, I will always be here for you. Mm -hmm. I will always love you. And I want to understand this. Help me understand, help me learn more so Mm -hmm. I can better understand who you are as a person and better support you just that is 99 percent better than <laughs> you know like so many of the experiences that i have had or other right. people have had with mm-hmm. you know friends and family rejecting them so if you can just show like that true willingness to understand mm-hmm. and empathize yeah. with them and then let them know that hey i'm still gonna love you no matter what yeah i think that's 
that's the best way you can mm-hmm. be an ally, you know? I don't know. Yeah. What about for you? Yeah, I, I agree 100%. I think, you know, for me, in my experiences, the best reactions were the ones where they're like, okay, that's great. I don't care. I'm going to mm-hmm. treat you the same. And, mm-hmm. and they did treat me the same, which is the way I wanted it to be, mm-hmm. you know? Um, you know, if, if they're your friends or your family, um, or if, you know, you just have to be there for them. And you don't necessarily have to understand everything because mm-hmm. even for me, like, there are certain people in our community that I don't understand, mm-hmm. right? I, yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I don't get it, but yeah. it's okay. Yeah. You know, I, I still respect them and I'm still supportive of them and um, I'll try to understand, you yeah. know, and, and I think that's all we ask for is like, do your best to understand. If you can't, that's fine, mm-hmm. but don't love us any different. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Just, and I think also as well, I, I do want to bring this up too, because I think it's important. If someone decides to come out to you, um, like before they've really come out to anyone else, mm-hmm. um, take that trust seriously and don't fuck with it. They literally confided in you and like take that as a compliment Mm -hmm. as to like they trust you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like trust you with their life. Like Mm -hmm. that is their life, you know? And, and um, I mean, it's, it's not all of them, but it is a big part of who they are and for them to like, you know, come out and, and reach, reach out towards you that way um you know it's a it's a big compliment yeah it's a big sign of bravery and i think it's it's a deep level of trust and so you want to i would recommend like tread carefully um practice love show them love protect their you know privacy Mm -hmm. um because i you know there are experiences that I know of or that I've personally had where that hasn't happened. And it's just like kind of the ultimate betrayal. (laughs) And if you are like coming out to someone or confiding in someone else, Mm -hmm. so like keeping that secret and, you know, being the support system. If someone is coming to you and coming out and they're scared to tell anyone else, that's the perfect opportunity to show them some extra love. So Mm -hmm. show them some like additional support, let them know that you'll always be there and just, you know, um, I just agree. show love. I it's agree. really just all about love. <laughs> it's, it's really not rocket science. No, like, it's not. It's simple. Um, mm-hmm. It's not always easy, but um, it's it's pretty simple. It's not it's not anything that has to be overly complicated. Yeah, don't worry about like all the little details. And I know it can get a little bit overwhelming, especially like in the modern era of like social media, um, where there is so much discourse around mm-hmm. like what is okay as an ally, what mm-hmm. is not okay. Mm-hmm. And I and I understand it. And I definitely think like there there are things to improve within allyship. Mm-hmm. But I think we still just need to focus on kind of like the central core aspect of like just showing true love and sh- true empathy. And honestly yeah. approaching like every situation, every interaction you have um, with someone who you know and love who's gay, like would I want this? Like, would I want to hear what I'm saying? Would mm-hmm. I want to receive this treatment? Mm-hmm. Is this the kind of support that I would want? If you could just think like that, then I think it takes away a lot of the issues. It does. Um, yeah. That people get worked up over. You know? I agree, yeah. Hey. 
Okay, the next question is, when is the perfect time to come out to your parents? Gosh. This is a loaded question. Um, Mm. And it's always tricky because I actually get asked this a lot, particularly by people who are closeted, who haven't come out yet. Um, I have seen a lot of sentiment online um, from people within the LGBT plus community where they're like, come out whenever you want. The world, you know, the world needs to know. Mm -hmm. Fuck what anyone else says. And honestly, I don't completely agree with that. I, agree. I, I disagree bad. with that. That's bad. Yeah. You <laughs> can get in some like deep shit if that it's... happens because yeah. like people are coming out at a younger, younger age, which I think mm-hmm. is amazing. But the younger you are, if you are living with parents or in a household that is extremely homophobic, mm-hmm. um, that would potentially like kick you out. Um, there are so many LGBT homeless youth, mm-hmm. so yeah. many who get kicked out because they're coming out. And in my opinion, I don't think that's good at all. I don't think it's safe to come out. You need to come out when you are in a safe environment where you have the ability to support yourself. If you do have like homophobic parents, like I know for me personally, I was at the point where I was financially independent. I wasn't living at home. Um, when I decided to come out to my parents so that it would in case shit hit the fan in which it did (laughs) it wouldn't like blow up in my face and i wouldn't be in danger and you know within risk so i'd say wait until you are in a not only physically safe environment but also emotionally safe environment it can be a really traumatic experience if you don't have accepting parents and you want to make sure you have people in your life who can be that emotional support system that you need when when you go through that yeah but what do you think yeah i you hit the nail right on the head like (laughs) You need to make sure that you're in a safe place. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, take care of your health first. Like, and and make sure, like, okay, if if you're, say, you feel like, okay, I'm ready to do this and I have to do it, and you know, your parents may be sort of, or your family may be kind of teeter tottering. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure that you have somewhere else that you can go, yeah, or or someone that you can confide in because. Um, you know, if you decide to do that and shit, it's the fan, like you said, mm-hmm. it's too late, Yeah. you know, and then you're going to be in a freaking shithole, yeah. you know, and, and you're like, now what do I do? Yeah. Right. And especially if you're underage, like there's not a lot you can do, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's hard because, you know, you don't want to hold yourself back from experiencing a lot, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like you have to take care of your health first yep. and your safety first. That comes um, first, and and that comes with like, do you have a place to live? Mm-hmm. Can you put food on the table? You know, all the things that come with living, yeah, um, everyday living and and the necessities. And stuff. I mean, and that's why I think it's like it's important that people don't put an expectation on a timeline for coming out because it really is different for everyone. There is no timeline. There's no timeline. There's so many people who like, well are in their late twenties, you know, who still are living at home may not be in a good home environment that might be best for them financially, who are still in school. Mm -hmm. So many different situations of, you know, people who are at any stage in life who aren't ready to come out yet. And I don't think it's good to be like, you should come out. Everyone Mm -hmm. should come out. Like fuck what people say, because it's, I think it's really insensitive to the situations that people are in. However, I think it is important that 
if you are in a very suppressive environment like that, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, I think you should make every effort to try and get out of that situation as quickly as possible because physical, like we were saying, physical safety is important, but mental health is also extremely important. important. Yeah. And if you're in an environment like that, that's just constantly reminding you of your worthlessness because you are gay or, you know, any, any other um, identity that's, that's dangerous for your mental health. And I, I think you should, get the hell out of there as fast as you can yeah yeah <laughs> I know, that's and, my, and, that's and i think opinion. like get out of there but make sure like you you have a place to go mm-hmm. or you yeah. know what i mean or, yeah. or someone that you can trust mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i think um obviously if you just need to get out of there for your own sake and mm-hmm. your own mental health then by all means do it but um you know i would i would suggest probably trying to yeah to have something set up aside from that you know where where you can go and and still you know be able to have food and shelter and yeah all that stuff definitely too. but we are focusing on kind of like the negative part yeah. i think <laughs> nine times out of ten from what i've been able to see and from the people i've interacted with in the community the worries and anxieties and stress you have around coming out it's typically a lot it's going to be a lot better it's than what you're expecting i know for, yeah i know for me my expectations were so low when i was coming out because i was like preparing myself for, for the, the worst, worst yeah. thing possible and then um it was great so then i was like well damn this is awesome you know <laughs> um i don't know what the hell i was worried about but um but yeah i think a lot of us are expecting the worst and yeah. most of the time i would say most of the time especially nowadays think things seem to be a little bit more accepting you know yeah. and and um you Way know, more. society is a little bit in a different place so yeah it's i feel like it's usually gonna go really well and you can do little things to kind of like feel it out with your parents you know like Absolutely. show them a, a movie that features like gay romance <laughs> or like you know um get their opinion on news about like things that are happening within the lgbt community you know just kind of like feel it out like get a vibe <laughs> and just see how it works and i feel like the majority of times for for most people um from yeah. what i've been able to see you know, even if your parents don't or your family or people in your life don't initially seem accepting, mm-hmm. give them time to understand it. Yeah. And, and they will. There's a, like a quote that I love or a, kind of a mantra that I really believe in that helped like provide a lot of clarity for me personally, which is like, look, it took me I don't know, like 18 years to come to terms with coming <laughs> with being gay. Exactly. You know, the people in your life may not be able to get it immediately and that's yeah. okay they may need a little bit of time yeah. and that's fine and that's what i've seen for like most people even if they have a really bad experience first coming out mm-hmm. a few years later a few months later a few years later it's like night and day difference mm-hmm. um that's i feel like that's how my experience was with yeah. my mom um you know my mom has always been supportive of me in everything I, that i did and when i came out to her she was she wasn't like she was just hesitant mm-hmm. you know and i and looking back at it I took at I took it as oh my god she doesn't love me because she's mm-hmm. not like one hundred percent supportive you know mm-hmm. what I mean but um, you know the the reality is it took me so long to accept myself like how can I expect her mm-hmm. to have the perfect response at the perfect time you know immediately exactly. when shoot it took me freaking forever to figure that out myself mm-hmm. you know what I mean so um, you know I think everyone's experience is different obviously but um, you know, if, if they, if you feel like they don't support you, that may not always be 
the situation and they may just need some time to um, sort of process process mm-hmm. everything yeah yeah exactly i think compassion and patience is like so important on both sides um and i think just you know give people time to kind of grapple with it to kind of sit with it mm-hmm. um see how they feel and then you know um sometimes things take time and that's okay but yeah. in the majority of cases i think it's it's an overall positive experience yeah. you know we got so many more questions than that but we took a while to respond sorry y'all we, These, <laughs> we do well we i do. don't he does Oh, the shade. Oh my God. Wow. Get the fuck off my podcast. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I like, it was really good to hear like your full responses. And like, as we kind of finish this episode, I, I want to hear like from you, what would you say is like your top piece of advice to anyone out there who may be struggling with coming to terms with being a part of the LGBT community? Um, that's a hard one because I think everyone's journey is different, mm-hmm. but, uh, I know in my experience, um, try to be brave for yourself put yourself first mm-hmm. um always and and that really applies to anything mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um and i'm still learning that now uh, but um but yeah like put yourself first take care of yourself and um you know try to build meaningful relationships yeah you know like with you with you i i've had such a great friendship and i literally i can trust you with anything and mm-hmm. Um, you know, because of that, my life literally changed and, um, you know, I was able to come out, um, you know, and, and I've had so many great opportunities through that. Um, you know, I've, and I've really found myself, um, through coming out and, and I did that because of the support from you. So, um, you know, it, it just shows like you need that, you need that, um, community and the support and, um, you know, to be brave. Yeah, absolutely. I love that piece of advice. That's, <laughs> it's really good. I And I completely agree. I feel like it's a difficult journey of like trying to find that self-acceptance and self-love. But even if you aren't able to find that, find people who can you know provide you with that, who can show you absolutely, that yeah. love and support that you really deserve. Because not mm-hmm. only will they make the journey so much easier, um, they'll just enrich your life so much. And mm-hmm. I can definitely say that for you you know, um, adding so much light and inspiration and uh, to my life, you know, personally, as well as like other people that I've been able to find along the way in the journey of like coming out and discovering myself. I think if you can surround yourself with people like that, it'll make the journey of self-acceptance way more easy and just get you to a place of self-love that you deserve you know so i don't know oh yeah. that was such a good way to end out that the episode. Was, I mean, I thank you so much todd for coming on the podcast i really appreciate it i know this is like super ratchet and like kind of last minute but it's okay <laughs> i appreciate we it we do our best work like that so. yeah. yeah that's how we roll <laughs> <That's it. laughs> um again where can people find you if they want to follow you on social media um instagram is probably the best um my handle is taddy 808 t-a-d-d-y 808 awesome and thank you again i appreciate thank it you. so much thank Thanks. you everyone to watch who thank you everyone who listened to this episode <laughs> um if you haven't already be sure to subscribe to the just position youtube channel stay tuned for other really exciting episodes we have a bunch that we've already done with incredible guests so make sure you watch those this has been a presentation of cadence 13 on odyssey studio new episodes out every thursday wherever you listen to your podcasts and we will see you guys in the next episode Mwah.